right, welcome back to the show. It's me, Hugh, and uh, we're going to be talking about the future here. So I wore this uh, groovy quantum energizer that's actually from the future. And uh, Karen, Karen Fraser, mm -hmm. is my guest here. Jackie Porter, my co-host. And I just want to say it's uh, 2017 now, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Karen. And what I can't believe is that after all these years, we're finally living in the future. Yeah, one of them we're living in. That's one of them because it's all bifurcated now because of the Mandela effect, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Is that totally that lost. machine talking around your neck? It you keeps I was going to say, no, no, it's, 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 it's fixing up all my chakras and making me come up with all this stuff. Hold on, I'm, you're, you your co-host is looking up what bifurcator means. <laughs> what about the Mandela effect? Do you know about that one? No, you well, got me. Well, I don't know if we're going to get into that so or not. So the future is nothing but useless jargon. Is, is this what you're saying? It's not useless. <laughs> Uh-oh, he knows what it means. We're still waiting to Well, hear I got some ideas is. about the future. Okay. But I want to hear, but because I think that one of the things that's happening right now is that... Uh, Everything is getting more complex. If we, if we look oh, at the at the graph, and I'm going to do for the I'm doing it for the camera, but the, the the level of complexity and innovation is going like this. It's hitting the vertical asymptotes on the no, graph, and it's, it's like it's it's going nuts. Well, do you, do you think people spend a lot more time being overwhelmed now? I see it in finance, like people genuinely overwhelmed by everything that they're hearing, reading about money, about making money. Do you think that that's just a general I think feeling? that there's the I think we have to learn to not be overwhelmed. Agreed. Right? Agreed. It's like uh, you I mean somebody once said about and I'm just using this as an example about Marshall McLuhan that he read every book ever written, right? Every But you it's He couldn't do it's that now. Impossible yeah, now. Yeah. Well, I, and, and Yeah, this is probably well, probably bad word. This is the fastest change in human history. Now, that'd be all right if we, A, liked change, we don't, yeah. and B, if we had the skill, which we're going to have to learn in a hurry. The skill for what? Uh, change is a skill. How to adapt quickly and effectively is a skill. And we have to learn new skills, yeah. right? Well, we do, and, and the first part is to kind of take a deep breath and not be overwhelmed by all of this rapid-fire change, because if this is the most change we've had in history... And it's happening so quickly, like overnight, in a, few, in a few weeks, in a few days, things change like that. How do people uh, feel like they can keep up and not go, okay, do what our parents might have done. Just, okay, that's enough. I'm not going to learn how it. to use the internet. I'm just going to yeah. stop. Yeah, well, I, uh, sometimes I feel like that's stopping the internet. Like I've had enough. Just I want to do something but, different See, now. that's the catch about change. It yeah. doesn't care how you feel about it. That's now, right. personally, I <laughs> love change as long as I like what's going on if I don't the lip goes out like a person hole cover and I just say no but you know change will go right over your lips that's right. and keep either you get with the program or you're out and I think that's the biggest fear we've come out of an era where the industrial revolution was hardly perfect but it did give stability and a way to earn a pretty good living to probably the largest mass of humanity that's ever been that comfortable ever mm -hmm. And now it's over. So instead of being an era where there's a place for everyone from the beginner to the CEO, now you're either in or out, and sometimes with well overnight 
you say that and you think, now you, you understand or you can see how the mass fury of someone can of Donald course. Trump can be elected. Because if you've had a period of time, you're talking about the Industrial Revolution where I could work at a factory that my dad worked at, that my grandpa worked at. Mm -hmm. I could be, you know, pretty much guaranteed a decent, living, a decent living yep. that kept up with inflation, where I got that golden handcuff at the end, this package, this um, beautiful pension. And I could raise my kids. At 5 o'clock, work would be over. I didn't, there was nobody right, emailing me, home. no boss emailing me saying, oh, by the way, I still need you to do this, this, and this while you're at home. Um, you could see how fury could come from that. Because being 55 and then all of a sudden literally having the rug swept up from under you and, and someone saying, you're worthless. Like, what yeah. you do, what you've done yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. And where do you go from there? Like, it really takes a mind shift. And they did what they've been told would work. That's right. And it had worked for so long. And they were the right kind of people for the time. Now the catch is, how do we get the right people for now? Mm -hmm. Very fast. Now, one thing about Trump, and oh, I hate to say anything complimentary. <laughs> the way people adapt to change or react to it, he picked up on it so perfectly. He must have had help. He couldn't have thought of it himself. We won't give him that much credit. Please, please. It's the first thing people become really frightened. And we saw that with the Trump followers. Then they get really angry because right. fear is uncomfortable. When you're angry, you can have a great time because then you can go to number three, you can blame somebody. Mm. Well, now, that's where, that's where fear turns into fury. Yes. That's unfortunately. And the last big happened. change for, we have for humanity, the people that got blamed were the victims of the witch hunt. And have we seen it again? Well, Trump is having a witch hunt on the, he's picking on just about Everyone. everybody. And the last step, people say no, as Jackie said, no, I'm not going to do it. They want to go back. Let's just go back when everything was perfect. Well, that's Trump's theme. Make America great again without ever saying when that was or, or what it, it meant. Or who it affected. Right? But he had the magic. He had the magic phrases. Now, watching him try and deliver anything is going to be the frightening part. Exactly. Well, it's going to be interesting anyway. But let's, let's give a few positive statistics. Most Canadians hated their job, that nice, stable, dependable job. They hated it. Okay, so those jobs are going. You don't have to do them anymore. And, and the young people didn't want to take those jobs. No, no they even. didn't. Like when didn't. we grew up. And like you know, we didn't want to do the same thing our parents were doing, whatever that was. Well, it's it's funny you say that because I, um, in my other career, so my first career was working for the phone company. I used to sell hubs and routers and PBX systems for the phone company. I won't mention any names, but uh, but bottom line, out of university, taking that job and going through that company that was going through like the most massive change. I mean, they yeah. went from no competition to competition. Right. And you kind of see this again, this fear, and then fear going to fury with, with people who had always been taken care of by the mother, yeah. you know, who did everything for them and gave them the pension. And then mm -hmm. literally having the rug swept up from under them mm -hmm. when competition came and, and Bell basically said, you're no longer needed. This isn't the kind of market we're in. But you can't imagine, like I used to be the union rep at that time, you can't imagine 
these people who think about it 20 actually 25 years ago at yeah. Bell how did you get how did you actually get your phone equipment you called in mm -hmm. nobody called you you had to call the business office to, to buy things. I was a sales rep at that time, and I only got an opportunity to be a sales rep promoted in that job for six months. And literally, when I got that job and got promoted, it was during competition. And unfortunately, um, it didn't last. But the, the benefit was, uh, it, in fact, to me, which was a huge surprise to me, was that I actually got a, a bonus check for not making one telephone call because the person who was supposed to be training me was too busy because to, they were going on breaks all the time. So I was sitting at my desk, bored stiff, not making a telephone call, wondering when someone was going to tap me on the shoulder anyway because I thought, how could you get paid for doing absolutely nothing? So the system was not perfect, you're saying? Well, no. It had well, a few flaws. That sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> well, bonus well, checks, imagine, not doing anything. It, well, think, think about why the fury, right? <laughs> if I had that kind of a life for... 20 years, and then all of a sudden I'm expected to perform. Well, that's what, I, that's what gets me, though, okay? Because we're talking about we're talking about this change thing. But it's like, um, it seemed like things were, people didn't have to work as hard. That's right. And, that and nice. they didn't have to be as responsible. Like, the, the, as you say, the mother corporation or the big company. Ma Bell is whatever. what called. So how come that was, in one way, better then? We, do, we didn't have, as individuals, didn't have to be as responsible. Life was a little bit simpler. Maybe we were even getting paid more. I was at the time. Yeah, no, Karen. So, like, you know, what do we... So, th if this is change, yeah, we don't want it. Well, it's not going to stop. But the new opportunities are coming. But it's going to call for a different kind of personality for working, different education, different opportunities, different skills. Well, and, and actually skills. I mean, you're, the thing about it that's exciting is you know, some of the things you're pointing to, which is I can actually do a job that requires more of my, my skills, more of my um, strengths, and I can actually have more meaningful work. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know, our parents had, might have had good work. They might have had uh, work that paid them a good salary. But did they have meaningful work? No. And were they bored silly for 40 years? Actually, many, many people this were. Is what I mean. And that's why the kids didn't want to take their parents' jobs, yes. right, at the factory or yeah. anything, really. They want people, that's what they do want. But it seems to me that there are some uh, kind of macro issues that we really have to wrap our heads around. Because one of the things that's happening, in a way, there is more and more abundance all the time. Um, but... Uh, uh, because we're automating things, right? And a lot of the jobs are 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 being automated. In fact, I, I just heard one weird one that the other day, you know, they're talking about the self-driving cars, right? Mm -hmm. Well, apparently, like, uh, uh, one-third of all the voters, male voters in all those Republican states are truck drivers. <laughs> and they're all going to lose their jobs yes. when these self-driving things come in. Yeah. So the thing is, in a way, that's more abundance, we just don't need people to do that kind of manual labor. They can be more creative in that. But so it's more abundance, but for fewer people. And then how do we uh, deal with, uh, like, where does all that money go? doesn't get paid to the employees now. It all goes to the shareholder, uh, the shareholders and the owners of those companies. So how are we going to, if we're not paying people, we're gonna, they're not going to be able to buy the products of the abundance because they're not going to have the liquidity everything. to do it. I think we have some very large uh, macro issues to address. Well, what we've got now really is basically the end of the Industrial Revolution where the systems are breaking down. 
and people are grabbing at it furiously to try and Hold on hang on, it. deny, get the best, get anything out of it. This isn't the new economy that's coming. This is the end. Yeah. And yes, it's going to be messy. It always and is. It always is, and this is going to be a faster messy. Yeah. But beyond that, we've had robot movies since the 50s, but still no one ever thought, really, they would affect anyone's jobs. And now it's moving so fast. AI now can not only repair the robots, they can program them and build the new ones. So the factories that are being built, only two or three people to run them. That's mm -hmm. right. And that's a real problem. What are people going to do with their lives? With their time. And you, with their time. You know, I even heard this one. This is even with the blockchain technology. I heard somebody making a projection uh, the other day that, uh, that even governing bodies of corporations like uh, boards of directors, they'll be able to let the AI make decisions for them mm -hmm. if, if, they're, you know, if they're too busy or something like that. Right, so I mean, yes. where does that go? I mean, we're we're taking our hands off the wheel, but it's a self-driving culture now, maybe. Well, to do it yourself, culture, you're going to have to be in charge of your own career, and your own retraining, your own rethinking. Actually, I wish they'd send us all back to high school every five years because so much of what we were taught is has been disproven. It's obsolete. Well, I, it doesn't work. I think now what this all comes down to is we have to take more of a, a role in educating ourselves. So, you know, I do a talk on transition as well. I do a lot of work on transition. I told you a little bit about my transition from Bell. And one of the things I speak about uh, quite a bit in that session is people learning, gearing up for lifelong learning and not thinking about school just as a place or education as a place where you get information and then put it to work, but just being a journey through learning how to deal with change, learning how to you know, pick up new skills and create more meaning out of the life that they're, they're being handed, because that's going to be changing all the time. So we're way faster. Well, we're talking about learning, and I, I, I agree. Sometimes I think about it. We really need to develop a, learning, a whole culture of around learning, learning that's right? right. That's it doesn't just mean that's, retraining, because we see people that's in the exactly U.S. Right. who've retrained three times in five years and lost each of the jobs because the job just went away. A lot of it means changing your core perspective to living and what you want to do because the corporate ladder is gone. What's the model for the new world? What does it look well, like? And this will just keep changing over and over again. I think that model is, think of yourself more as a consultant in whatever job you happen to be in. So, you know, get a job and then you're in the job and then all of a sudden people get comfortable. Yeah, but you know what? And the then they think, I don't have to think anymore. I don't have to learn anymore. I think you wants to be comfortable, Jackie. <laughs> you're in a comfortable chair. Who doesn't want to be comfortable? You're in a comfy it's chair. It's not that comfortable. It just looks comfortable because it's on TV. But anyways. Yeah, no, of course. What I, you no. just make it look comfortable. You do. No, I forget what I was going to say. I had a really good point. We, we were talking about, about retraining about retraining versus relearning or shifting, mind shifting. Yeah. And oh, I know what I was going to say. So you mentioned the consultant thing, right? And I'm just thinking, sometimes I look around and I see, uh, you know, people who are, uh, you know, they've, uh, yeah, they're rebranding themselves as a consultant or uh, a life coach, 
right? And, and so I, I make the joke sometimes, you know, consultant, life coach, those are just the new words for unemployed, <laughs> right? Because these people actually are trying to reinvent themselves. This is what we're talking about. Yeah. They are yes. trying to reinvent That's themselves right. after losing the corporate job. That's right. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm concerned because, of course, uh, I really do think we need to. We are headed towards a culture where everybody is an entrepreneur. That's right. Of one, and, and we have to be each other's clients, and we have to, uh, we have to work for each other. And, but, you know, but unfortunately, uh, without that regular paycheck coming in, there's a lack of liquidity in the marketplace that makes it difficult. You know, everybody's able to help, but there's not enough money to pay people what they need to get paid to, to get the work well, it's done. It's going to be bumpy. Yeah. And, and that's where being you know, smart about your finances, that's when it becomes even more crucial. Good be point. Because everybody thinks my employer will provide for me, right? Um, yeah. They'll have a, an income stream because I'll have this job. Um, so I, you know, I, I remember one of the sessions I did on, on talking about financially thriving after transition somebody said to me that they heard that their company was in trouble, they had three quarters of negative earnings, but they went and took that vacation anyway and came back to, guess what? A pink slip. Mm. Like, how many people do that, bury their head in the sand? Mm -hmm. and, and the reality is you have to start, the reality of all of this is we have to take more responsibility of our own lives. In one company where I was brought in to do uh, job hunting skills, I gave them uh, a resume to look at as a typical good resume and while I was trying to discuss the future and where opportunities would be in the next few years, they made paper airplanes out of their resume and fired them at me at the front of the room. Mm. Well on Friday, everyone in the company was let go. They came back after lunch and the doors were locked. They even brought in a new crew from the States to clean out the building. And in many cases, this being a small town, both partners in the family worked in the same company. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They had nothing. Yeah, yeah. They, they couldn't listen. <clears throat> they wouldn't listen. And the basic thing is I finally said to them, who do you think hired me? That's I don't say. know. That's Your employer. <laughs> hint, He's hint. He's trying to tell you something. They, they couldn't listen. Mm. So I guess the there are new skills, you know, but a lot of them are really basic. Number one, listen. Mm. The little seeds of change are always all around you if you train yourself to pick up on it. And some of them can be money makers. Mm -hmm. You can talk yourself into entrepreneurship. And I, I understand your point about where is the money and the stability was lovely. But when people say to me, aren't you scared in your own business? Quite often, I frighten myself. But it's a different kind of fear. It's a fear that inspires me to get up a bit earlier and move a bit faster. Mm -hmm. For me to sit in a company and hear a rumor, like with Jackie worked for that Bell, not Bell Company, Mother Company. Mother Company. Worked for the mothership. <laughs> a rumor went out in all the land that the whole department was going to be let go. And there you sit, just had a promotion, obviously an excellent employee. There's nothing you can stop that pink slip. That to me is terror. So we have well, to there's be nothing she could do about it. She's yeah. stuck. No. That's frightening to me. Just while I remember, I was going to say, just to, to go back to your point, I question whether or not stability really existed because keep in mind, in those companies, especially if they're public companies, we know they weren't always stable. They weren't always profitable every year. We just, we were getting a paycheck. But at the end of the day, if we look underneath the hood, 
Um, it was not every company is profitable. Some yeah. have good years, some have bad years. And the reality is we were just being taken care of. So to go back to what you were saying about that Japanese symbol opportunity threat, mm -hmm. the opportunity is if we take personal responsibility Absolutely. and we create jobs that are meaningful, then we can get more out of that that whole process. Exactly. And a lot of people are. A lot of people are creating it out of, well, a man told me, and then I read an article, and there's a new building on my street, and I didn't understand what they were doing, so I went in and asked. And he just lets all the little fragments ferment a bit. That's it. I have a friend right now who has left a traditional ad agency because he thought they were handling the client's media presence, advertising, promotion needs in a really old-fashioned way that just really didn't work anymore. Mm -hmm. So he's in his late 50s. He just said, nope, I'm going to try and do it a new way on my own. Walked out, started his own company, doing very well. Okay. So we're, we, we were here to talk about the future. We're just about out of time here, Karen. But what are we going to leave people with to take away from this uh, chat that we've had today? Well, Dickens was always good. So what about the opening line? Love that. It was the best of times, it was the worst of times. It's up to you which one. I vote for opportunity. We're going to do a lot of heavy sighing in the next four years with what's blowing up to us from the south. But I think it's good. But easy? No. Okay. Is that fair? That's fair. Okay. And then, do you help people to uh, wrap their minds around all the stuff you're giving seminars and stuff? Do you want to give out, tell, tell people what you're doing? Well, I help people go after the skills and the perspective to make sure they have the opportunity side and bring in guests to show them where the opportunities are and what people have already done. Yeah. And they can just email me. Yeah. I think you're putting the email up. And well, I'm going to say it anyway. Be glad to it, chat. And because it's uh, innovation at learn.ca, and that's what we've been talking about. We've been talking about innovation. Yes. We've been talking about learning. learning. So, in Canada. Uh, there I we just are. thought, what and a perfect... Karen is uh, a fabulous mentor. I mean, I've known Karen now oh. how many years? 17. 17. 17. And when I met her, she was one of the few women I knew who were mentoring women in business. So here you are, still oh. doing it, doing it well. Congratulations. Thank you, Jackie. And thank, thank you for saying that, and congratulations on your book. Thank you. That is an achievement. Thank you so much. All right. Okay, guys, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks both Good. for coming here today. Yeah, this was oh, fun. Thanks, Enjoyed Karen, it. for setting all this up with Jackie and everything. Oh, my so. pleasure. Okay. So we're going to take another little break here on Liquid Lunch here at ThatChannel.com. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about karmic DNA. See, this is some interesting stuff. We're going to talk about the purpose of life and That's the purpose of health with uh, Richard Leach when we come right back. It's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.